Welcome back to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Yes, it is Leonard Birdsong back with you on Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone. I'm here every Thursday from 1 until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the United States. You can listen to me 24-7 because there will be repeats of the show on the TalkZone website. I talk about a lot of things. I was a lawyer. I was a diplomat. I was a federal prosecutor. And I was also in private practice later on in life where I had my own practice. I represented people who had been committed or accused of crimes, but also represented a lot of people who had asylum claims. That is, that they were fleeing persecution. Here's a story about a case that I was in. It's called The Strange Asylum Case of Miss Z. In the late 90s, about 1997, before I left my private law practice in Washington, D.C. to teach at the Barry University School of Law, I was approached by a new potential client. I will call her Miss Z. Miss Z had arrived in the United States a week earlier from Germany. She told me she needed a lawyer. Here's why. Miss Z had obtained a visa from one of our American consulates in Germany, allowing her to travel to the United States as a tourist. Upon arriving at the port of entry in Washington, D.C., she told the immigration officials that she did not really come to the United States to be a tourist. Instead, she asked that the officials, she asked the officials to grant her asylum in the United States. The inspectors were surprised and detained her for an interview. In order to gain asylum in the United States, one must prove to the immigration authorities that the person has been persecuted in their home country or have a well-founded fear of persecution on account of race, religion, nationality, political opinion, or one standing in a particular social group. Miss Z had been put in detention for several days while they investigated her case. After hearing their story, which I'll relate a bit later, the inspectors found that she might have a credible claim for asylum. They released her on her own recognizance and gave her a notice to appear in immigration court on a date three weeks away. They also gave her a lawyer's list provided by the U.S. State Department in Washington, D.C. This is a list of lawyers in the District of Columbia who might represent indigent asylum seekers for little or no money. Because it been because it begins with a B, my name, Birdsong, was at the top of the list. Miss Z sought me out at my office. I learned that Miss Z had been in the U.S. week and had less than nine hundred dollars and was staying at the Washington D.C. YWCA. That's the Young Women's Christian Association. She spoke fairly good English and very good German. She was a small woman with a lot of black curly hair. I thought her to be somewhat attractive in a gypsy sort of way. She was surprised to learn that I spoke some German and had been previously stationed in Hamburg, Germany, as a U.S. State Department officer. We talked. She said that she wanted me to represent her in immigration court. I told her she did not have enough money for my representation. She demanded. I refused. However, I listened to her case. Miss Z was actually a citizen of Romania. She had fled Romania in the early 1990s 
when the communist government of Romania collapsed. She had worked at the Romanian National Museum as a cataloger. She had obtained her education and her job because she had joined the Communist Party when a teenager. When the communists got out, were out of power, she feared there might be reprisals, and she fled to Germany. After being there 18 months, Germany actually granted her asylum and gave her what's called a laissez-passer, or travel document. That permitted her to travel outside of Germany. She had learned to speak German. She had gotten a job cleaning houses and tried to keep a low profile. However, she did attend several rallies protesting the rise of neo-Nazi groups, basically skinheads, in Germany. Now, um, people noticed her, and many of these skinheads taunted her, claiming she must be a Jew for attending such a rally. She was not Jewish. Nevertheless, she was frightened by the skinhead thugs. To make a long story short, over the next few months, groups of skinheads continued to taunt her when she left her apartment and while she was at work. She went to her landlord. She went to the police. They could not do anything to help her. The the taunts continued, but she was never physically accosted. However, her tormentors started taunting her by calling her a Stauffenberg. Count von Stauffenberg was the German military officer who attempted to assassinate Hitler near the end of World War II with a bomb. Miss C. decided she must leave Germany for her own protection. She flew to the United States and sought asylum. Now, she had very little money. She offered to work for me in my office as a free paralegal over the weeks until the hearing if I would represent her. Unfortunately, I relented and did let her work for me as a paralegal for the weeks leading up to her immigration court. However... Uh, I had gained asylum grants for 19 clients before this case and had won all 19 cases I had taken to trial. However, I told Ms. Z that she didn't have a good chance of winning because her case involved concepts known as political opinion, imputed political opinion, and mixed motive asylum claims. These types of cases are among the most difficult cases and one can expect to gain asylum for a client. I also told her that the best thing I may be able to get for her is what's known as voluntary departure. Now, that's a discretionary form of relief that an immigration judge may grant that will avoid deportation and allow the asylum claimant to leave the U.S. at his or her own expense. Now, the day of the hearing, as I surmised, the hearing did not go well. We had drawn the toughest immigration judge on the entire court. The judge listened to my proffer, that is what I showed, what I indicated the evidence would show, of what Mrs. Z's evidence would show if she went to trial. To say that the judge was befuddled and a bit amused would be an understatement. The judge had before her a Romanian citizen who had already been granted asylum in Germany, who was fleeing Germany because she was allegedly being persecuted by neo-Nazis who thought she was Jewish, When she wasn't Jewish, and she had the fortune to find the first lawyer on the lawyer's list given her, an African-American who actually spoke German. Who knew? (laughs) The judge suggested that I might ask for another form of relief other than asylum, and I promptly requested that the judge grant Miss Z voluntary departure from the United States within 60 days. To my great surprise, the judge did just that. 
To my greater surprise, the judge did not ask Miss Z to provide bond to show that she would leave as expected. Instead, the toughest judge on the court continued Miss Z's release on personal recognizance. Miss Z and I took a taxi back to my office where she collected her belongings, thanked me, and left. I never made a dime on the case, and I've never seen nor heard from her since. However, I've often wondered whether she really ever voluntarily left the United States. It's my assumption that with her gumption and brashness, she's still living in the States and probably married to an American citizen. Stranger things have happened. That's the story of the strange asylum case of Miss Z, a lady that I represented in about 1997. Got her, didn't get her asylum, but did get her voluntary departure. We're coming up uh, on a new portion of the show after our next break. We're going to talk to Priscilla Richardson. She has written a book called Speak Don't Freak, The Secrets of Mastering the Fear of Public Speaking. The reason I want her to come on is that she knows a lot about public speaking, and I know a lot of people have a fear of public speaking. And uh, I want to talk to her about her new book. She's a very interesting person. She is, in fact, a lawyer as well as a speaker and one who teaches about speaking. She has written me some interesting things about her. She said as a teenager, when looking forward to a career, she thought maybe being a courtesan in Paris, giving smashing parties along the lines of Violetta, the main character in Verdi's La Traviata, might work, but her lack of a superb singing voice was quite a drawback. However, She did get a degree from the University of Virginia Law School. She's practiced law. She speaks professionally, and she's going to talk to us. Dave, why don't you take us out, and we'll come back to her after this next break. Stay with us. You're on Talk Zone with Leonard Birdsong on Leonard Birdsong Radio. It's a new year. You're probably making resolutions again, right? Time to find a better job, improve your relationships, and fix your finances. Well, Consumer Debt Counselors is the company that will help you get out of debt. Consumer Debt Counselors is a licensed, accredited, nonprofit agency that specializes in educating people about credit and debt and helping people resolve issues with debt, even student loan debt. There are so many federal regulations. Most people have more options than they realize, and Consumer Debt Counselors can uncover all of your eligible solutions, including lowering your payment or getting out of default. If you want a partner that will work with you to achieve financial success, talk to the team at Consumer Debt Counselors. They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, so these guys are the real deal. Your first consultation is free, and all sessions are kept confidential. Give them a call at 1-800-820-9232 or go to ConsumerDebtCounselors.org slash birdsong. The number again is 800-820-9232. 
Are you considering law school? Then you probably have tons of questions about the application process, the admissions process, the benefits of a legal career, and what it takes to succeed in law school. You'll find the answers to these questions and more in Professor Birdsong's Law School Guide, Techniques for Choosing and Applying to Law School. Inside, you'll find helpful chapters on the history of the lawyer, why you should apply to law school, things you need to know about applying, and more. You have the ability and the drive. Now, get the advice that will guide you into the legal profession by helping you successfully submit your application to the law school of your choice. Professor Birdsong's award-winning Law School Guide, Techniques for Choosing and Applying to Law School. Available for purchase on Amazon.com or through the author link at LeonardBirdsong.com.